Red 5. I'm going in. Stay in attack formation. Hello and welcome to the Trench Run Report. Um, this has been a very interesting week, but we'll get to that later on. Uh, I'm your host, Justin Gray, and I'm also here with uh, another awesome host, Aaron Russo here. And uh, today's episode is uh, called Now What? Oh, the irony. This, is, this episode's basically just us talking about the future of Star Wars. Uh, basically what's confirmed to be coming... Uh, what our hopes are and what our uh, fears are as well. So um, uh, let's let's just kind of start it off with uh, what's coming up, uh, confirmed by Lucasfilm. Due to the rise of Skywalker uh, uh, coming out and thus ending the Skywalker saga, uh, does leave a big question that a bunch of Star Wars fans are asking: uh, What is coming up next? Basically, so far we've had confirmation that there ha are going to be uh, three Star Wars uh, shows coming off of Disney+, Plus, uh, which will be Mandalorian Season 2, uh, Cassie and Andor series, and an uh, Obi-Wan uh, series as well. So, uh, yeah. So, Aaron, what are your thoughts on those coming out? And uh, um, Well, I think I mean, the only thing right now that we actually really know for sure is coming out and has a, a clear date is Mandalorian season two, mm -hmm. um, which we've known that for a really long time because they started filming that before season one even came out, I believe. Uh, yeah. So we have that. We've had that for a long time, which is what makes the fact that the Obi-Wan series and the Cassian Andor series that they still insist will happen to the best of my knowledge, haven't even started production, as far as I know, which is somewhat troubling because you would think if they've announced these properties for a long time that they would get started on production. Um, there was the rumor, I guess, for a while back that Obi-Wan wasn't going to happen and then it was just delayed. So um, right now, I think the only thing, the only, you know, confirmed really truly confirmed piece is the mandalorian and it's really that i was just talking about this with a friend the other day it's like it's basically that's basically carrying star wars right now the mandalorian you know baby yoda the mandalorian that is carrying star wars right now because really there's nothing even the things that they've confirmed are going to happen right i mean is that going to be one year from now two years from now three years from now i don't know when that is and I'm, I'm assuming that the situation right now in the world isn't going to speed anything up. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a little bit troubling to me, just thinking like, okay, like I mean, you guys have been talking about these these properties, these programs, shows for a really long time, and we don't have a whole lot of information about whether when it will start production, when it would come out, and I mean, you know, so basically you get you get you have, you know, a couple more months of Clone Wars. Uh, and then <clears throat> you wait for the Mandalorian season two in the fall, and then what? Like, <clears throat> literally, there's nothing, mm -hmm. nothing concrete on the horizon. That, and I was just checking here online, like, and it's like, yeah, there's stuff confirmed, like, you know, Kevin Feige Star Wars movie or other, you know, things, you know, that are rumored, but like, we don't have any firm confirmation of any like anything specific about those projects or when they're coming out or when they're starting or anything mm -hmm. which is just a little bit strange yeah and plus it also kind of leads us to uh uh the films themselves which i feel like are like the anchor for star wars this is where star wars kind of began mm -hmm. uh for for basically all of us um it, it wasn't like star trek where it had the advantage of being a TV show, and then when they went into films, uh, they had somewhat of an audience. 
no, Star Wars kind of had to build its uh, movie audience from the ground up and then do show, TV shows. Mm-hmm. So, um, plus, uh, there were, were also rumors about the movies taking place um, before the prequels. And I'm just kind of wondering uh, with this uh, high high republic thing that they're doing with the comics and the um, novels will that intertwine with the movies or not mm-hmm. uh so far there has been no confirmation on that either and i think that's just like i said like i just we don't know what's gonna we don't know what they're planning we've got these <clears throat> vague rumors about movie projects ryan johnson kevin feige whoever whatever yeah but there, there's no Strong sense of where I mean, and it, now I guess the the upside of that could be well, they're this time they're gonna actually make sure they have a plan and they're gonna coordinate it and make it you know something that has cohesion. Um, I don't know. I, I was kind of because I thought for sure that it was the the movies that would be the one that the that the movies would be the part of the franchise that would explore the past, right? Like going even further back than the prequels. Mm-hmm. And then they announced, you know, the books and comics, and you think, oh, okay, well, so is that is that designed to coincide with the movies, or are the movies going to do something even different from that, like, like, uh, like or go further, further back, or go forward? Um, mm-hmm. I know that you know people. There's people who think that it's a good thing that they're taking their time, but how much time do you you know how much time do you need? And mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's going to be interesting. I don't think that Star Wars can... I think there's two things. Number one, I, I don't think Star Wars can survive sh- solely on uh, Disney Plus TV shows. Mm-hmm. I still think that the Disney Plus stuff... I mean, like I said, Mandalorian Baby Yoda is literally saving Star Wars right now, I think. It's literally... And it's doing a really good job of it, like mm-hmm. saving Star Wars. But um, I don't know what... Like, they they, they got to have more. they got to have more. And we just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's my biggest my biggest fear or concern for Star Wars is you kind of still I I would think I agree that I think you need Star Wars is always going to be I think a film franchise first, um, and that's the territory that we don't know where they're going with it, and they've told us that they're done with the Skywalker saga, which is. You know, basically, the Skywalker saga or the timelines of the Skywalker saga have been the basis for all the Star Wars movies that have ever come out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're going to be in totally uncharted territory, apparently, when it comes to the movies. That's mm-hmm. that's a pretty big deal. Yep, and uh, there's also another thing that um, we haven't really touched on, and that's uh, Star Wars video games. Um, so far. Uh, We've had uh, Battlefront 1 and 2 that came, uh, that was uh, done by uh, EA. And uh, that kind of, that was kind of met with mixed results. Mm. Um, Though I've heard that uh, Battlefront 2 has gotten way better and I do agree with that. Um, Then plus uh, Jedi Fallen Order, which was uh, basically an attempt to tell a Star Wars story through a video game. I really loved it. Um, so, and Aaron's, uh, I'm st- I have just, I have not played through the game yet all the way, so I'm way behind on that, <laughs> but I have started playing it and I, I love it so far. It's a, mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely, um, prefer a storyline game for Star Wars. I mean, we've just been doing nothing but Battlefront stuff for so long that, yeah. So I'm a big fan of, you know, playing through a storyline um, and going into the Star Wars universe more immersively that way, as opposed to just running around on the same map over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. But so there, there hasn't been really much talk of anything else as far as video games lately. Um, not, not to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, though there has been rumors about uh, um, a sequel to Fallen Order, which I definitely would welcome. Um, but other than that, I'm just, I like, I don't know. I feel like they could at least hint at another future project of Star Wars 
as far as Star Wars video games. I um, think I think that the Fallen Order definitely like I think really reestablished Star Wars as a legitimate potential video game property. Like mm -hmm. it definitely like just purely from a gameplay perspective, it's you know it's a well reviewed game. People enjoyed it. Star Wars fans and non-Star Wars fans said it's a good game. Um, and it, it kind of reset things from the Battlefront fallouts that we've had. Mm -hmm. But I still, again, don't really feel like there's a cohesive strategy for um, where they're going to go with the video game part of the franchise. And right, right now, like that's a big part of like how people interact with 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 media is video games mm -hmm. so be interesting to see where that goes yeah plus uh with the uh fortnite star wars add-ins uh they <laughs> yeah that that was pretty funny though <laughs> i think the, the bigger question for me is just like where how does star wars how does how does star wars go forward in all of these areas <clears throat> like I don't think that Star Wars can survive just going into uncharted territory all over the place. Like, and I don't think it can survive just staying in the familiar. Mm -hmm. But I just don't know what what their plan. I mean, like, so far they've still almost entirely stayed in the familiar. I mean, even mm -hmm. the Mandalorian is a in the familiar. It's in the timelines that we're familiar with, with characters that we're familiar with. Um, Cassian Andor, Obi Wan, those are all you know. Mm -hmm. So they still haven't really. We don't know yet what Star Wars can do when it's totally new. Mm -hmm. When it's nothing, when there's no significant frame of reference to a timeline or or cast of characters or locations or things that we are familiar with. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, that, that brings us kind of like to our next big section that I would that we would very much like to talk about is uh, what are our hopes for the future of Star Wars? What do we want to see? Um, we'll, we'll have Aaron go first on this one. Oh, <laughs> what do I want to see? <laughs> I'm one of those people, like I've said before, like I I'm I I'm just always happy to have Star Wars content out. Mm -hmm. um, I don't catch all of it. Um, I mean, I definitely catch all the movies. I will watch all the TV shows. Um, I, well, I didn't watch Resistance. Um, but other than that, I, I pretty much... I, 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 will, I will not stay away from a Star Wars franchise or piece of, 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 of material unless it's just... And that's how I felt about Resistance. It just didn't, it didn't get me and it didn't pull me in. Um, <clears throat> I think, I mean, like, me being, you know... Being part of the original trilogy generation, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I'm a little bit more like I would really love to see. Um, I was very disappointed when they when they announced that they were going to pretty much abandon the um, anthology format, where they were going to go and explore things like Rogue One and Solo, mm -hmm. where they they take borrow and lean heavily on the original trilogy or on the timelines and characters of the original trilogy. Um, and, and embellish that like and I really that's I still mostly want to see that I'm I want to I'm not the kind of person like I'm not really too upset if they kind of just stay in that space a lot and like get creative within that those timelines and with those characters um, something like an Obi-Wan show is just brilliant to me I think that's exactly where they should be going like um uh, I'm not as excited about Cassie and Andor, but um, I would love to see them, you know, and I think they have to either with the shows or the somewhere in the, in the, in the franchise, they have to stay, stay anchored in some of what's, what makes Star Wars, Star Wars. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, yeah, I would love to see, you know, I've always, I've, I've always thought, um, I've always been a fan of the idea and I would love to see you know, a whole new uh, trilogy of movies um, that take us way back, you know, mm -hmm. way back into the origins of the Jedi and get that, you know, I want to, 
keep the Jedi and the lightsabers and the mythology and the and the all the things that made Star Wars Star Wars and then take it back to that time period. This just seems like so much. There's there's so much they can build on that's already been done in mm -hmm. in games and books and other content and they can they can borrow from that and they can build on that and they can expand from that. Um, I think it's what fans want. I think it's what like kind of like culturally what people kind of like. It kind of like a you know Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones um, kind of you know borrowing from that. Um, I I would love to see that. Um, mm. Other than that, I don't know. You know, I, I don't see a whole lot of... <clears throat> don't really have too much interest in seeing them go past the sequel trilogy at this point. Like, oh, really? What would the universe be, like, way out? I feel like The Rise of Skywalker didn't really give it, give us a, a launching point. There was a few little things that they did that, you know, like, oh, you know, like, Finn and this other girl, you know, or Lando mm -hmm. and this other girl, or... Or, or, or I don't know. Like I, I just didn't get the sense with Rise of Skywalker that I don't know. If, are, is there going to be Jedi again? I don't. Mm -hmm. I didn't get the impression that there were. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, if the if it just feels like that 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 whole timeline just ended, and I don't know what you could do if you're going to go forward and not involve Ray, Poe, Finn. Kylo Ren, you know, all those characters, mm -hmm. you're going to go, you know, then it's like, there's no, I don't know what that would look like. Um, right. That, I've, I've always kind of find that fascinating. I was like, what if uh, Disney did pull off like a Star Wars legacy, like go like way, way past, uh, uh, past the first order that they've done. Yeah. Like, like future territory. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I was just like, huh. So, basically, like, Millennium Falcon would be beyond antique. What would that look like? Um, so, so that again, that would probably, like, get into um, very uncharted territory and mm -hmm. possibly alienate audiences. Um, I mean, heck, the Phantom Menace stuff. Uh, alienated audiences with just uh, battle droids and no... Uh, Stormtroopers. So. Mm -hmm. I, I I don't know. Um, but yeah, I I do. I feel like I am mostly on your page, uh, on the same page as you as far as uh, what I would like to see, though. But I feel like a prime thing for me would be uh, characters that are uh, that I care about. Mm -hmm. uh, make characters I care about. Uh, like want to see make me want to see what these characters go through um and plus i feel like that's the strong part of the sequel trilogy for me i know that it's not the case for others but and again i did feel like i wanted to see where these characters would go mm -hmm. um so and i i didn't really feel that way with the prequels because it feels like it was already predestined right um so that's like one of the advantages that the sequel trilogy had, um, and like the original just the original trilogy, no doubt created a, a story where you really cared about the characters, especially when we got to Empire. Mm -hmm. um, so just great characters, um, new worlds, which was an, a disadvantage of the sequel trilogy. Too many uh, new worlds. Too many new worlds that look too familiar. Mm. Um, I, I don't remember what the new planet uh, where the Resistance base was in uh, um, uh, Rise of Skywalker, but that very much looked like Endor. Right. I, I almost thought it was Endor, and then they clarified it wasn't uh, in the books and uh, also in the movie. Um so and I feel like the only unique planet was crate. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It was unique in some ways. Yeah. It was it, it had a very hoth look to it. Right. Initially. But then yeah. Then, then it kind of revealed that it was like the a, a and like the, a mineral yeah. looking planet. So right. yeah, I, that I liked. Uh 
a little bit of that would have been uh, pretty cool. Um, so, and plus, like, Clone Wars, like, really got into the world uh, ex explorations as well. And I thought, and I think that also intrigues audiences. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, like, we still have, don't really, I don't think we've explored Malastair on, uh, oh, wait, nope. We have in Clone Wars. Never mind. <laughs> um, uh, just, just other planets uh, that have been in books that like have or have just been mentioned. Uh, that would be kind of cool to look into that. I mean, I thought they did a pretty good job with Corilla, as far as uh, mm -hmm. Solo. And Solo, yep. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. so. Yep. Shipyard, kind of a looking. Yeah, that was good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, something like that for the. For the future, um, so I think the future is it's 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 you know I don't it's not it's I think I like what you said I think it's like you know <clears throat> there's there, it's not going to matter as much where they go to me like if they go backwards or forwards or if they stay somewhere in the existing timelines, but how do they execute it? Mm -hmm. Do I care about the characters? Do I you know get a strong sense of like. I'm invested in the story. I'm invested in the characters. I'm invested in the, you know, in the in the narrative that's going on, which mm -hmm. I think is the biggest difference. I think the the to me the prequels were the worst at that. Uh, original trilogy, trilogy and sequels I think were better at that. I also felt I was pretty pleased with the the storylines of the of the sequel trilogy characters. Like I was I never really had a problem with Ray or Kylo Ren. I thought that those were mm -hmm. very much people that I invested in and believed in, and um, and I think that that worked. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's 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 exciting in some ways because it's mm -hmm. like you know I, you don't know what it's going to be and it's going to be interesting. Um, but then you know there's there's just I just can't shake a sense of uneasiness just about. The way things have gone so far, that there just seems to not be, you know, like even Rise of Skywalker, I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm happy with it. Um, but I think that the the future is uncertain. Mm -hmm. And I really hope that they have learned from all that's happened so far. Like, yeah. That they need to have, like, a very clear plan, especially as it relates to this TV shows, movies, and comics and, and, and books. Like, like it can't just be scattered all over the place. Like, you've right. got to be able to, you know, bring some continuity to everything. And, and I don't care necessarily where that continuity is, if it's in the past or the present or the future, you know. Like, mm -hmm. make sure you, you do it right, especially if you're going to be doing stuff that's just totally new. Yeah. New timeline, new characters, new places. Everything's totally new. We're starting from scratch mm -hmm. with lightsabers and blasters potentially, you know, but I don't know. Yeah. So, so that, I guess that kind of goes into our uh, fears for the future. Um, so, I, I feel like my first fear, like when Disney bought Star Wars is, will they run this thing to the ground? Um, so far, I don't think so. Um, I did. I did kind of feel like uh, between uh, the only time I did feel like uh, we had a bit much was uh, the time frame between uh, Last Jedi and Solo. I felt like they were a little too close, and maybe Solo would have had a better uh, audience reception during December. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think like so. there was there was not really much i don't think marvel put anything out that in that time frame that christmas yeah I don't um, remember. and uh yeah there was uh yeah there was basically nothing that december that that i can think of uh december uh, 2018 that was like huge as far as box office results mm-hmm yeah, I think I think the the my fear, my greatest fear going forward with Star Wars is 
number one, I think my greatest fear, I think I already said it, is that they don't have a point. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's not cohesive. Like, that it just still looks like they're kind of making it up as they go along, mm-hmm. or they can't figure out who they want to make this stuff, or they can't figure out, or they give this one guy thing, and then this guy does one thing, and we like, so we'll see if it all works out. Like, Mm-hmm. Like you know, which is I just don't understand like how that how could you how could the same company that owns Marvel, that does that perfectly? Well, they they've planned this thing over ten years. Can take Star Wars and kind of like yeah. botch it a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to say botch it. I mean like it's been fine, but I that's my greatest my greatest fear is that Star Wars just flounders in this weird space where it doesn't really have an anchor storyline and anchor characters and anchor narratives that really draw everything together. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that's my greatest fear. And, or, or just it goes crap. In, it's crap. Like it's or, just like, or it goes into um, territory. For me, for me, it's, uh, I remember what it was like, uh, like when uh, episode three ended, it was kind of like, now what? <laughs> And uh, then, then the Clone Wars came around, which was mm-hmm. okay, but that was basically the only Star Wars that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, like there were some novels that came out here or there, but like even novels were becoming a rarity at that point, or like not many were coming out. Right. Um, and plus, like as far as movies, like. Outside of the Clone Wars, which came out when I was uh, a sophomore, and even that was met with mixed results. Um, it was like, huh? So basically, what's next? Right. So as far as like Star Wars in the movie universe. Right. Um, yeah, we don't know. We know we're going to get movies, but we right. just don't really know very much other than that there probably will be one in 2022. Mm-hmm. As far as I understand. Right. That's really about the only thing we know is that, you know, I mean, obviously at some point we are going to get that information. We are going to know what it is. There is going to be announcements. There's going to be trailers. There's going to be, you know, but I don't know what that's going to look like. Mm. I just don't, I, and it's, it's a little bit, you know, again, my concern is like, what is when you take Star Wars and you kind of reinvent it from scratch uh-huh. with Disney? All right. What are we gonna get? Yeah. <laughs> and, and and plus the um, blame game is gonna be very much on Disney, uh, the execs, uh, Kennedy herself, um, which I do hope that they did learn uh, the goods and the bads uh, through making the sequel trilogy and uh, Rogue One mm-hmm. and see what w- works and doesn't. Um, yeah. And I, I but really... But to not do it... But not doing the same thing good over again as well either. Right. Because like, then it's like... I feel like that was a huge thing with The Rise of Skywalker was that it did hit good notes... But it felt like good notes that we have seen before, mm-hmm. and I can I can see that being a problem. Uh, but at the same time, I still enjoyed it. Right. So. That's where I'm kind of torn because I I'm on the one hand I'm honestly if I'm honest like being my age and having been in, in you know involved with Star Wars for for most of my most of my life, um, I'm more I I sometimes. I, I'm I'm easier to please. Like, hey, you know what? I'm fine with hitting the same beats. That's potentially staying in the familiar, staying in the characters and storylines and things and the universe that I understand and know. And like, there's I think there's still so much you can do. You know, just even like, even I, as an example, like you know, they've talked about this Star Wars underworld. You know, mm. for so long. And I think I don't know if you saw the footage that came out a while. Oh yeah, thirteen, thirteen. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I mean, you can do so much. You can stay right in. You've got you know from the from the from from episode one to the end of the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. You know, you're dealing with. You can stay in that timeline, which is a huge timeline. Mm-hmm. Right? It's three generations. Yeah, it's a huge timeline. 
in a, basically an unlimited universe mm -hmm. where you can explore, you know, yeah, plus things. Plus, it kind of would be kind of interesting to see like the first order's involvement with the underworld. I mean, they hint at it in in the resistance, but they they don't dive into it. Right. Um, but yeah, it would be very interesting. Um, what about the um, Sith elite? Uh, what's their involvement with the underworld and like how did they get around and how did the secrecy become that great mm -hmm. um, I, I mean so, that would be yeah, like, that would be very interesting I would love a, I would love a, a TV show or even a, a series of movies you know like where they just tell the stories of the Sith mm -hmm. just give us bad guys like I think that's a way you could potentially do you know you could do like a core narrative storyline around you know like the old republic or something like that mm -hmm. and you have one line of movies that has all the dark side characters and one line of movies that has the light side characters and you you know kind of like how you have like thor over here and iron man over here and over here you know all these characters and they get their right. own offshoot movies but they're all then you know, like they, then they like go in and then like a storyline wow that that would be dang that would be sweet i would love to see something like that but yeah, that that could work. I think it could definitely work if you just. Then I think it, but it goes to your point. You've got to be able to make characters, characters. that people care about. Like I think that's what yeah. Marvel does like really that, well. But like having like both of us care about like characters on both sides, and then like like bringing them into a movie where they have to confront each other. Right. I I can see that backfiring as like you kill a character that you really got to know and then but like at the same time it was like it would feel like it, if you once you got to that movie it does feel warranted mm -hmm. so yeah that that is a really good idea um lucasfilm if you're listening if you yeah, take this right. idea we'll know we'll <laughs> know where the idea came from and uh i i don't i don't want to say we'll sue you but we'll, we'll just say that we've We've thought of the idea. I, I don't want to say we've claimed the idea, but we've we've thought of the idea. Um, I'm pretty sure. Or they may have already thought of it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, so. Did you want to talk about like just overall uh, impressions of the Clone Wars so far? We've got what four or five episodes? Four episodes so far. Uh, five. Five. Yep. There was like four four arc episode that happened uh, before. Like the um, Bad Batch was four episodes. Oh, that's right. Okay, so we're in the fifth episode. Was the yep. first with Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Um, Bad Batch. Uh, we've seen we've seen it before um, as as like unfinished. Uh, though there are there are differences between the two the like our earlier works and then the ones that we watched uh, sure. at, on Disney Plus. Um, which I thought I thought they were really good. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. It was a solid uh, 9 out of 10 for me um, as far as the whole arc. Um, and uh, the first episode with Ahsoka was okay. I mean, it wasn't my favorite. I mean, I was glad to have her back. Um, but I just thought that the episode was kind of drawn out in some areas. Um, but other than that, um, it was still enjoyable. I probably will see it again, but it won't be one that I would go out of my way to see. I would agree with that. I thought the, the first four episodes, the Bad Batch storyline, um, it was my, my, one of the things that just keeps coming back to me is just, it was corny and cheesy as hell. It was just right. like, it was so unashamedly corny, cheesy, just really like, you know, the Bad Batch it almost felt like an homage to, like, 80s, you know, adventure movies or something. Yeah, they, they were definitely the 18. <laughs> yeah. But like, being Mr. T. It's like a combination <laughs> of, like, 80s, like, uh, you know, Schwarzenegger movies mm -hmm. and, like, die, like, you know, just the, the cheesy lines that they kept delivering and the, mm -hmm. even the way they looked, you know, they looked kind of like oh, oh, 80s, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. 80s look there and which I, and I, and I, if I'm honest, like, I wasn't a huge fan of that, but it kind of grew on me. Like, it was kind of, right. like, it was just so corny and cheesy. Um, I liked the idea of, like, you know, this 
batch of clones. It's like, you know, they kind of botched them and then they're like, uh, mm-hmm. they, they serve a purpose. Um, I really liked the, how they brought in, I don't know if you noticed this, but I te- definitely picked up on it. Like how they brought in like this whole issue of like algorithms and artificial mm-hmm. intelligence and brought in kind of more of like a true sci-fi kind of like, uh, Oh yeah. Like he- heavily focusing it. on the strategy. Yeah. And like, you know, like, was this an algorithm or is it a person mm-hmm. that they've tapped into? And then that whole scene where they, when they find echo and like, he's all tubed up and stuff. It was right. pretty, pretty intense. And it was a, I thought, like, being a fan of, like, some of the other more interesting science fiction out there, like, I love um, Westworld and um, been watching a show called Devs on, on FX. So I like that. I, I liked that they brought in that other sci-fi element. Like, they brought in some, like, modern, modern-day sci like, things around algorithms and, like, artificial intelligence, which I thought, I thought was really cool. Um, I definitely... Um, felt the emotional impact of when Echo decides to stay with the Bad Batch, you know, that was, I thought that was a good oh yeah ending to that story arc. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I was surprised, I mean, not surprised in the sense that, like I said, we did know the storyline already, but I was just surprised that it, it stayed away almost completely from Anakin, Padme, Obi-Wan, Mace Windu, um, all that. Mm-hmm. I, I thought the last episode of that arc, though, visually, and I didn't even get to this, like, the animation in, in the last two episodes even is just to me like the some of the things that they've done like that it just feels bigger more expansive more like mm-hmm. visually cinematic um the like even the footage of Coruscant in the last episode I thought was great um, oh yeah did, did you get the Kenner uh, uh easter egg that was in there no what uh, <laughs> uh when uh, Soko was uh trying to pull up the uh uh, uh, the heavy, the heavy lifter that they were chasing the robot with. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, the hammerhead like dressed uh, up like in the Kenner. Really? Uh, I didn't see that. I'll have to check all, it out. All that, like all the original uh, minor characters that uh, were like in the Kenner action figure line line. Uh, they were in that episode. If you go back and look. Oh man, I'm, I didn't even see that. I'll have to go back and watch uh, it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I I just found this on out. Uh, uh, I think it was either yesterday or this afternoon. I I, I don't know. Okay. But um, yeah, that's in there. I'll have to talk to go back and look. Yeah, and I I agree. Like I didn't. I thought the Ahsoka the Ahsoka episode was it was okay. I didn't. I didn't. You know, it was. I think it was just their way of like reintroducing her to the storyline, mm-hmm. um, giving her like you know setting up who she is. Like and, she's and, she's yeah. still like you know this well-intentioned person who's kind of like you know being cast off by the by the Jedi, and, mm-hmm. and she's you know she, you know yeah, in that between can... space of like you know. Oh yeah, and plus like. I'm pretty sure this was like originally supposed to be like the where she been kind of episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they were gonna do way more stories, mm-hmm. uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, I, like I said, I think, I think I'm a little bit surprised. We've got we're, you know, so we're five episodes into a ten. Is it ten episodes that they have or twelve? Uh, twelve. Twelve. Okay, so we still got a little ways. Okay, but I mean, we're coming up on the halfway point. Yeah, and the Bad Batch arc is kind of. Oh, it was its own storyline. It's over, mm-hmm. and we've gone to Ahsoka. Like, so I'm I'm not sure like where they're going. Like, I, I they've got no have too much time to right. to to tell tell whatever story they're gonna tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And plus, I feel like either it will end with the Siege of Mandalore, or it will like go right into Order sixty six. That's what I've heard. So. I thought I think I've heard that, that Order sixty six will be a part of the season. Oh, okay. Either either directly or in the background. Right. Which I would love that. Yeah, that would be. Uh, that's how I originally thought it was going to end. So, uh, and I'm glad that they were able to finally get to that point. Uh, on that note, I still have another another thing that I would love to see in the future that I hope they. <laughs> they go to is um, and I think that they will somewhere 
is the way that Star Wars Rebels ended. Oh, um, yeah. With Ezra and Thrawn, with Sabine and Ahsoka. Um, I hope they go somewhere uh, with those characters and those those story points. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if they will or not, or how they would do it. If it would be animated, live action. I don't think it would be I, in a movie. Yeah, um, I, I don't... I kind of hope it wouldn't be a movie. I can see audiences getting lost in that. Yeah. Um, uh, and plus, uh, maybe a Disney Plus movie, like something like that, possible. I mean, it kind of worked with Firefly with Serenity. Um, though that was theatrical and somehow it appeased everyone. Uh, <laughs> um, but um, I, I can't see that as a comic or a novel. Not not with uh, how big of a scope Rebels became as far as television went. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, hopefully they do continue the story, whether it be a uh, another series or uh, an, an off, uh, a, basically a Disney Plus movie. Right. Like, kind of like a direct-to-DVD uh, sequel as far as uh, Disney's concerned, mm-hmm. I guess. I think, and I'm curious to see, like, with the rumor about Ahsoka being cast as a live-action character Mm. in The Mandalorian, if that is, in fact, true, and I've read that they're saying, like, that they're they're doing that so that they can then spin her off into her own show. Um, Okay. That would be interesting. I wonder if they could do that. Um, And I'm trying to think of the timelines, but if they... The Mandalorian timeline is right after Empire, after Return of the Jedi. Yep, six years after. And Re- Star Wars Rebels is between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope. Uh, yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so Ahsoka would be much older. I mean, oh, that would yeah. be much later. In her storyline, mm-hmm. so I guess it couldn't tie into the to the Star Wars Rebels timeline. So I'm not sure how they're going to include her in the Mandalorian timeline. She's going to have to. She's she's going to end up being the oldest character. <laughs> she goes all the way back to, well, basically like post episode one, mm-hmm. right? Or no, post episode two, right? From post episode two. Clear to, uh, like she would potentially. What's the longest, furthest along in the timeline that she exists? Uh, the end of Rebels, which is basically after the Battle of Endor. Right. So that would. I'm, I'm trying to do the math in my head. Uh, that would. So she would. She would be around for like, a long time. Well, I'm thinking that she'd probably be around in her. Uh, she like starts out as like a forties, something like that. Like forties or fifties, somewhere around there. So not right. terribly old, but I, I, mean, I don't, I don't see her alive in, uh, uh, like. Uh, I think they, I think uh, they, the I think trilogy. I think they, pretty much at this point can't not do something with Ahsoka. Right. She's too popular. She's too, you know, like they have to do something with that character. They have to cash in on that character. Right. Okay. Somehow. I, I can see that. No, that oh that does bring another fear. Um, I I'm kind of like one of those things where it's like some things are best left in animation than uh, than others, and I feel like Ahsoka was one of those. She mm-hmm. kind of made Star Wars Rebels special in a way. I mean, Star Wars uh, Clone Wars special in a way first, and then she made Star Wars Rebels special, at, like when they did include her. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that will very much translate well to once it action. hits to live action. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always you know I'm when you say that I'm reminded of all these uh, live action Disney movies that they've made like Lion King and Beauty and the Beast and all those things and um, mm-hmm. I have to say that generally speaking I'm not a fan of those movies. Um, <laughs> I. Um, I I think the animation was the gold standard, and I think that mm-hmm. they they 
that, you know, it's like you'd think, oh, live action, it's going to be even better or even more realistic right. or even more. No, actually, it was better as a cartoon. Right. You, you said you just don't care for them? I, I'm not. A, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, you're too kind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that they are. I, I mean, I, I couldn't bring myself to watch the Aladdin live action. I just, I saw parts it's, of it. It's, it's, not, it just, it's, not, it's not the worst, but it's still, still a mess. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's, I, I, right. I do, I mean, like, on the one hand, a live-action Ahsoka, like, it's just like, when you hear, oh, live-action Beauty and the Beast, you think, oh, that sounds really, and then you see it, and you're like, oh, yeah, no, never mind. Right. Um, Plus, like, I, I know, like, the Laku set is, like, really heavy, and I don't know if you can, I mean, unless you, like, glue the thing onto the actress, I don't see that thing, like, moving around very much, or, oh, like, there right. might be restrictions due to that. Um Right, and like her character in, in the animation is, you know, doing stuff right. that you could never portray in live action. I guess you could, but like, well, it's, yeah. Maybe CGI the Laku, I don't know. That's, that's a possibility. That's a possibility. Strong possibility. I yeah, strong possibility. In some, not in all the scenes, right. but in a lot of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I did not, I did not expect to talk about that in this episode, but... Dang, that that was that was pretty cool. Um, so like, are there any like closing thoughts that you have um, as far as future Star Wars or uh, um, anything um, else? No, I mean, I guess I'm just I'm you know obviously kind of goes without saying like with what's going on in the world today, even this very moment. Obviously, mm -hmm. there's a lot of uncertainty about you know you have you have a lot of TV shows um, that have stopped production. You have uh, movies that are being, their release dates are being pushed out as much as a year. Mm -hmm. um, so who knows, you know, what's, you know, <clears throat> everything's going to be slowed down and pushed back and we don't know for how long, um, which again, creates uncertainty. What are we going to get with Star Wars and when are we going to get it? Mm -hmm. um, there, there's, you know, we only really know that we've got the end of the, we get the rest of the Clone Wars mm -hmm. and then we got to wait till the fall. For Mandalorian, and after that, I don't. Do we have any? Like, not the only thing we really know is that there's supposed to be a movie in 2022. 2022, 2024, and 2026. Right. So there will be um, about a year or two gaps. Uh, I'm starting to get scared, man. They, so. They're starting to talk about movies that are going to come out when I'm coming up on 60. <laughs> <laughs> That's scary to me. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, like, I mean, I am a little bit, like, I really hope that they find a way to keep the momentum going past once The Mandalorian Season 2 is over. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. guessing, I'm almost certain we're going to get at, at least a third season out of The Mandalorian, if not more. Um, but mm -hmm. what else is coming, you know, mm -hmm. can they sneak in an animated series in there somewhere that we don't know about? Or is Obi-Wan or, or Cassian going to gonna ramp up and mm -hmm. you know what are we gonna get so oh. we'll see so yeah I'm, I'm kind of on the same boat but I would like to see more as far as uh, Star Wars animation goes I do believe that they do have uh, some creative ideas that only animation can pull off mm -hmm. um, as great as uh, some things are in live action they can't be pulled off so I thought thinking that animation is the best way to go um but yeah as as aaron also said uh things are very uncertain my life's definitely gone uncertain um everybody's uh, has gone uncertain uh, especially at this point in uh our history and i guess uh um we'll look back at this and uh have either uh, look look back and think oh it, we got through this and it and uh, things are looking bright in the future, or things are gonna get uh, a lot stranger, and we'll have to adjust. Mm -hmm. And and I feel like that was the core thing for Star Wars too. Things don't things do uh, abruptly come up, and I feel like the strength of adapting to situations and uh, persevering through situations was a very big theme in Star Wars and it really has helped me go through a lot of tough times and especially now and I hope that it has uh, 
that it will do the same for all the rest of you that are listening. I'm sure Star Wars is carrying a lot of people through hours of quarantine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whether it's the movies or the shows or, you know, I, I, I know that a lot of people are going back and doing a lot of rewatching of Star Wars, Marvel, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just another example of how Star Wars is a part of our lives, right? Like, I know I've seen a lot on social media about people rewatching a lot of content. Um, and that can be the upside of this, you know? It gives you a t- an opportunity to go back and re-immerse yourself in the, in the content, Star Wars content that has, you know, like you said, in so many ways carried us through so many parts of our lives. So, mm-hmm. so it's... it's it's a it's a good reminder you know like i've always i've always viewed star wars as like my it's my way of reminding myself that no matter how much things change or what gets good or bad like star wars is still something that we can go back to and enjoy and 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 be reminded that we can enjoy life even if we're stuck at home Mm -hmm. so that will be uh it for us for today um, if you like the show, please uh, subscribe to our uh, different uh, podcasting platforms. And uh, also uh, follow us on Twitter at Trent Run Report. And we also have a Facebook and Instagram account where we will be uh, posting our advertisements and all that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, just stay safe out there, Star Wars fans. And uh, may the Force be with you. May the force be with you all. Well, goodbye, everybody. Great shot, kid. That was one in a million.